Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Damo for show. And this is the Beard Mail Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome to the Beard Mail Podcast with me, Damo for show, and him. Dan Jones, space. Daniel the f- Jones, the final frontier. Hang on, let's do that all again. We've got to do the hook. Do the hook. Do the hook. You, you do it. You do it, Dan. You do it. Go. Space, the final frontier. Dan's not I'm stuck a in a loop, and he's not, and he's not poorly. Today's topic is all about space. Do it again, Dan. Do it again. What's X Files? Well, that's, that's, that's X Files. Anyway, they they had some extraterrestrial stuff, didn't they? So, um, space. Uh, the reason I want to talk about space, I guess, I've always been interested in space ever since I was a little kid. Like just like the thoughts of just being able to go out and see what else is out there. The whole question of are we alone? You know, how cool would it be to actually go into space, like literally freezing? And um, and yeah, man. Like, what do you what do you, what about yourself there? Do you believe? That there is more outside this little marble that is the earth. I, I keep in my back pocket a little known fact that for years I've believed is true and it might not be true now. But I think what's brilliant about space is that I heard a rumor that it's actually only 20 miles upwards. And I can't believe how close space is to us because 20 miles I could be in Coventry, 20 miles I could be in Northampton. But twenty miles up, I'll be in space. Like that's cl- that's close, man. Like twenty miles. If I could run upwards, I could be in space. Like in a couple of hours. That is absolutely mental. So I do like the idea that space is very close to us. Yeah. Man. But also, but also, space is really fucking far away as well. Because what what's after space? There ain't nothing after. It's it's wow. It's big, isn't it? It's big. It's just ever expanding, ever expanding, never, never ceasing to just just go further and further and further. And, you know, and with telescopes and stuff like that nowadays, you know, you're seeing some amazing pictures of planets. There's a guy in one of the beard groups, Dane Hankin. Um, big shout out. He's a telescopist, if that's what you big call up the day. I did not do. know Dane Hankin, men with beards. I did not know that he was a telescopist. Is that like an astrologer? I guess I don't know if a telescopist is actually a word, but it is now. Um, but he's yeah. always chucking up wicked shots of like the you know, different planets and, and 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 the moon and stuff like that. So I think it's incredible that the technology that we've got that we can see, you know, so far now into space. I think, um, and with Richard Branson now, they're about to. Well, I don't know if it's, it's not quite there yet, is it? But they're doing the the public trips out with the Virgin Galactica. Um, I don't know if I'd want to be on the test flight for that, not going to lie. Um, or one of those sort of one-way trips to Mars, because I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I kind of want to come back and talk about it. Um, but when I was younger, I always had this, this thing. I was like, if I, if I was, say, given six months to live, just ping me out into space and just go. I'd, I'd love to go through a black hole and just see what happens. Even if I couldn't tell anyone, I just want to know for myself what happens when you go through a black hole. Do you just... What? What do you imagine happens? I'll probably just squish. <laughs> <laughs> and be dead. What an anti-class. Probably just, 
probably just implode or something. I'm like, oh, that was crap. But I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't even be able to say that because I'd be dead. But um, I think you know, just given enough, you know, if if you if you were at that verge of where you, you know you know you're going to die, just give me like a week's worth of oxygen supply and just ping me off just to float and then it'd be really rubbish if the doctor was lying and he mixed up your notes and you've actually got loads of years to live and you're like oh <laughs> that was an anticlimax as well but just just to see like you know just to see what it's like i'd love to feel that weightlessness and you know just 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 to see see space i think it'd be an, an amazing thing you know I, I find it very difficult to believe when people say oh you know there's nothing out there we're the only life in all of that stuff that we don't even know um you know are, are you a fan of anything like the star wars star trek intergalactica anything like that do you like that sort what's, of what's, stuff? what's, t- what's tv shows and films got to do with this deep meaningful conversation we're having about space then <laughs> because because i always if you look at every kind of films um you know we we always tend to although it, it we call it science fiction um it soon becomes reality so i think that a lot of these visions and dreams that people have of space and the ability to be able to travel into space it won't be that long until we actually can well, i say it won't be that long i'll probably be dead way before this the jetsons and we're sort of zooming from planet to planet and traveling at light speed but i just um it, it's it's interesting to see that you know that we we do gravitate towards what we believe is theory or fantasy we do create so all, i'd like to think stuff. that before i die all the stuff ever, all the stuff we've ever watched in films is going to happen it's going to come true all the apocalyptic end of the world stuff all the star wars stuff all the movie it's all coming because if you look at um i don't know if it was star trek i think it was star trek you know like they just do the like tapping their chest and the door opens or like it's just like that like years ago it was like oh my god wow the doors open when he does that and it's like now it's just bluetooth technology and everybody's got that in their thing and everyone can do that and it won't be long before we're doing beam me up scotty and we might be holographic well we're going to be doing that in the metaverse soon anyway holographing people from one place to another and that sort of stuff so it's, it's all potentially coming um i think what's interesting for me about space is time because although people might say oh there's nothing out there or there is something out there it's so big and it's so massive and time is unlimited it's, it's limited for us as a human race but for mm. anybody else outside of it it's not so it might be a case of in a billion years um you know some other planets move nearby earth earth might get wiped out but then other planets nearby and there might be something that you know starts to get any, anything could happen but the time scales could be billions of years and to us billions of years is a long time but to somebody else a billion years might be a fragment of a, of a tiny little bit of time because i know that you know, we're doing all the science and that to search and research and do all this stuff, like to get to Mars and that, and we nailed the moon and stuff. Um, but you just don't know what could happen in in a hundred years, let alone a million years, a billion, two billion, three trillion, seven. But like, I just had a little Google earlier about facts about space, and it said um, something along the lines of galaxies they collide, they hit each other, and then they all just smash up and disappear and stuff. Like that could happen with us. We 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 so take it for granted at the moment that we we've got such stability on Earth and in our solar system. But there's nothing to say that something might not be coming towards us and just smash us out of the water, or something bigger or better, or there might be other planets with other life on and that m- miles away. But one time they might just come back round and like it is 
you don't ever know. And no one can actually ever say, oh, there's nothing else out there because you can't actually prove it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, and, and, and this is something I guess we won't know for thousands and thousands of years of research, but I'm still trying to figure out, are we getting closer to the sun or further away from the sun? So I've got two theories. One, either the, the sun is like a planet, is birthing the planets, and everything's yeah. gradually pushing away from the from the sun, yeah. or it's the opposite, oh, and we're getting closer to the sun, bullets. and it's all pulling it in. So because you know, the, if you look at the stuff that they're doing on Mars, and they're saying that they're discovering all these oceans, so or, or there's signs that there was once upon a time water on Mars, that makes me feel that then maybe we're moving away from the sun. Yeah, and actually, Earth, Mars was once like the Earth millions yeah. of years ago. But it's taken that long for it to just all of a sudden just get far away enough, and then yeah, so no that point. then makes then Venus. So everyone's thinking at the moment we're we're trying to figure out how we can get to Mars. But then, surely, if it we is going to go right, the other way, we want to start looking at how we can make Venus work, right? Because yeah. if we are moving away from the sun, if we're moving closer to the sun, then sure, go to Mars. But, but yeah. my theory is, is that if there's if there was evidence of water once upon a time on Mars, then Mars was once like Earth. Then we're moving away from the sun. Let's hedge hedge our bets. Let's sort out some um, future travel to Mars and to Venus, and then we can just see how it goes. Just, just we just just take 10 15 minutes over there check it out 10 15 minutes over there okay yeah. well actually do you know what venus is pretty pretty inhibit in inhospitable uh we, we can't do that right now but 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 mm. we won't know right because you know how many thousands of years would it take us to work that out because we are such a small fragment of time you yeah. know there isn't enough time for us to be able to to figure that out and by the time we figured it out it's probably too late anyway so because you know we've blown ourselves up or some shit but um yeah it's, i find it i just find it it's one of those things you can go really deep with with space because no matter what you think you're either wrong or you're right i know that sounds crazy but you won't know right because it's, mm. people even science scientific theory is exactly that right it's scientific theory based on some kind of fact based yes. around theoretical stuff yeah so it's guessing I have so, seen actually. We were talking about getting to Mars, and, and we'll mention old Elon because I watched um, SpaceX on uh, Netflix, which was an interesting documentary. You mentioned about Branson and Virgin, Virgin Atlantica and stuff. There's a bit of a race between Bezo, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson, and basically the story is that the old-fashioned NASA um, space exploration was really expensive, and it was cool to do in the 80s, 90s, or whatever. Um, and then they stopped it. They just stopped doing it because it was too expensive and there's no point. They got to the moon, that was it, they're done. So they packed it in. Mm. But then obviously it became privatised and that's where Elon Musk and the like have come in. But you're saying about not wanting to be on a test flight. What Elon Musk did was millions of experiments and blown up rockets and stuff on how to make space exploration cheaper. And the biggest cost was the rocket boosters and the fuel and everything because you use them once and then they're done whereas he's made a reusable rocket now. So if you imagine space exploration cost $10 million, now it only costs a million. So he's managed to knock the price down so much. They're not actual figures, but that's the scale of how much he's knocked it down by inventing these rockets that can now land. So basically the rocket is the fuel and the power to shoot off the shuttle. The shuttle does its thing, but the rocket comes back down and lands and they use it again. Um mm -hmm. And so um, him and uh, and the other chaps are now doing this, 
you know intergalactic space stuff and it is it's we're in a there's not a lot of difference from what they're doing now to what Wright and the wilbur brothers or whatever it was invading a plane were however many years ago it was we're so factually incorrect here but it's like in 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 in, <laughs> in, in 30 years time people will be flying around in space as much as yeah. people are flying around in an airplane now and they won't think nothing of it so we we jump on an airplane now and don't think nothing of it but 100 years ago that'd be fucking mental that people would be able to do that so it's definitely coming um i do think off the back of that that elon musk is actually an alien who's just trying to get home because he's weird man he is so weird elon if you're watching throw us a few quid mate we'll do we'll do good things for the world um but he's he's hell-bent on getting to mars and i've seen some really interesting stuff i don't know if it's true or not but basically using 3d printers they can build shit on mars mm -hmm. um because obviously in any traditional form of building you've got to carry the build the, the the bricks there but there's no way you can carry bricks to mars but um these 3d printers that can be done remotely can just build shit and create on and i'm like i watched it it was on tiktok so it must be real i'm like wow that is amazing but nothing nothing actually um would surprise me i think when people have got the time the money the inclination and the inventiveness of of human brains to come up with solutions to problems it would not surprise me if they could build a colony on mars or something and yes in our lifetime it's you know it's probably going to be a couple hundred years away but things are getting so much quicker now i say this all the time like if you look at how much technology is, has moved in the last five years compared to the last hundred years like shit is happening really fast like so I think mm. space exploration in our lifetime, mate, we could, if you wanted to, you could go and experience that weight lossness. Um, and, and be, you know, I don't, I don't think we're, we're massively would like to do it. I watched obviously a bit of this documentary and you can see them, they go to, um, the international space station and they're flying about and that I'd get claustrophobic. I'd get, I'd get, I wouldn't like it. Um, and apparently, yeah, I think, I think that, that part of it, part of it would be pretty weird and having to like, I don't know, like how the whole toilet thing and eating thing might be a bit savage. Obviously, me liking my food. Yeah, I don't think they go out and have gourmet steaks. They've got like those little packets of protein and stuff like that. But um, I would, I knew it. I, you took fourteen minutes in talking about food. I could eat space <laughs> food. I'd be happy with that. Um, I've seen them. They have to exercise because they lose a lot of muscle mass. So if you're staying on the space yeah. station for a while, you lose your muscle mass. I tell you what, this is the most interesting thing, which I thought was really funny and really cool. When an astronaut comes back from space um they have to sit down for a long time because they can't stand up their 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 muscles and their body and that are not used to standing up because they haven't had to yeah, stand up for six months so you imagine how your brain rewires itself if you've not had to stand up for six months as soon as they get them off the shuttle as much as they'd like to to show to the world oh they're fit and healthy and they're well they always sit the astronauts down and it's like, why are they all sitting down to do a press conference? And it's like, because they can't stand up because they've fucking forgotten how to do it. It's, 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 so, it's so unusual for them to have the, you know, the, the concept of standing up. Um, but yeah, they have to do like exercise and stuff. So you'd hate space. But I've seen them like on a, on a treadmill where they're sort of clipped down onto a treadmill yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can run to make their legs still work. Um, but yeah, the food would be fine. I, I, you know, look, you've talked about food, so I'm going to talk about poo. I think I would like to do a whoopsie in the air, watch it float away, and hoover it up. I'd like to do it once, but would I like to do that every day, two or three times no. a day? No, the the novelty would soon wear off. Yeah, um, I think I think with, with space exploration, I think one like you, you touched on it that you know it was quite big in the the sort of the 70s when they were looking at the moon landing and stuff like that. But I think 
what what probably happened was that they discovered that it wasn't as profitable. Everything's profitable, right? Even Elon Musk does it for profit. You know, the reason he's sending stuff into space is so that they can put satellites into space, which means that they can win the race of technology yeah. and, and data and, and internet and that sort of stuff. So, you know, the more satellites they can put in for the Starlink, the more then that they have control over the, the internet. You know, so are they really even going into space or are they just going into orbit? You know, that I think that's yeah. the that's the difference, isn't it? You know, really, they're, they're sort of sending out satellites that are just sort of spinning around the Earth. And there's theories that people say, well, they're not even really in space. They're still kind of in the Earth's atmosphere because they're, yeah. you know, they're just sort of just zimming around the outside. Or some people even argue that they, they're not, they've not even really got out into space yet. That's a load of lies. And um, that actually all these satellites are still in orbit or in in the in the planet itself. They've never left the planet. They're just spinning around the outside of the planet. Yeah. Um, but you know, unless unless they get to Mars, unless Rover discovers that there is huge deposits of lithium and sodium, you know, that sort of stuff, then it's not worth spe spending a load of money to send stuff over there unless they can bring back resources. Because yeah. let's face it, it's all about resources. It's all about, you know, if, if there's any reason we want to go to another planet is so we can completely rip it of anything that it's got that we need. Um, that is proven in the annals of history because... I'm a big fan of polar exploration and the Arctic and the Antarctic. And I learned this the other day, which is a bit off topic, but it's normally you that goes off topic. Um, years ago, when the Americans went over to uh, the Arctic and were trying to get to the North Pole, um, they discovered there was three, like about three massive pieces of iron, um, iron ore that had come from somewhere, this guy or whatever space. Um, and it was literally the only three bits of iron that the local Inuit population had for their resources. And they were massive bits. Like there was three mass, massive bits. And I mean like a couple of ton of, you know, stuff. And they literally uh, dug it out, put it on a ship, and then took it back and then put it in a museum in America. And I'm like, you're right. They go to new lands to explore and to research and science. and that, But they go to nick stuff. They just nick stuff from resources. the local and, and bring it back, um, and yeah. it actually screwed over the the Inuits a little bit. So, but you're right, yeah, that's it. If imagine if they got to the moon and it was full of gold, like, oh man, they would have been up there all day long. Yeah, they would have sending people up. They would they, they would be you know, ten pounds bombs. Forget going to Australia. We're sending you to the moon to get digging. Uh, and I think you know because they, there's a there's an asteroid. I think we're trying to land on. I don't have all the facts, but I remember reading something about it that there is they are trying to calculate the the feasibility of landing on this asteroid because it's got a very precious metal on it. I don't know what metal it is, probably Ooh. something like palladium or something like that. But they they're trying to they're trying to work out the cost effectiveness of actually landing on this meteor asteroid yeah. so they can mine it. Or blow it up so, and let it fall back on Earth and destroy a few shitty towns, and then we just have well, that's it. it, right? And that's it. If that, you know, if we if we get so advanced technologically wise, then yeah, we'll be able to literally steer it to wherever that you know, wherever you, you want to put it, somewhere where there's not massive population. I don't know, stick it in the rainforest or somewhere. Don't worry, there's not many humans there. We'll just wipe out some trees and the rest of the animals. Yeah, all the trees, all the trees are gone from the rainforest, mate. Let's land it there. Oh, yeah, wouldn't, exactly it be, that. wouldn't it be good if they could find an asteroid full of trees? Just crush it into the rainforest, <laughs> <laughs> bro. 
Oh, it's mental that with the ideas that people do. But technically, this is where science is amazing, I think. You know, you talked about things being in the orbit. If there was an asteroid in the orbit, there is no reason why they wouldn't be able to hook up a couple of jet propulsion rockets to it somehow and move it, depending on how big it was. Mm. But things are light in space, aren't they? So a massive... Only need a slight adjustment. You only need a little bit and it and yeah. swing it around. But also, you've got to be careful. The, the Our orbit is full of shit. I don't mean poo. I mean, actual, it's so full of debris from from space exploration and old satellites and rockets and bits of stuff. It's a mess up there. It's actually a big thing, space pollution. Have you heard of it, Dan? Yeah, I haven't, but that sounds, that sounds about right, I guess. It's a, real, it's a real life thing. Loads of old satellites that are knackered and are not being used anymore. They just put a new one up. No, nothing ever in space is ever collected, brought back and recycled or put in landfill. It's just left there. So you think for 50 years of throwing stuff up there all the rockets all the all, there's so much broken shit that's just in our orbit that it's actually um it's getting quite messy up there it's actually a big thing i saw it once somewhere i'm an educated chap but then like always we don't have the actual facts it's just stuff we talk about but then but then that that then leads to the question doesn't it like if we keep sending stuff off the planet right are we then not amending or adjusting our mass of a planet so therefore we can we'll, move. We'll then actually, well, well, we'll actually adjust the mass of our own planet, which means the spin will change. I'm assuming, right? Um, the other, the other thing I know, not necessarily space, but Earth-wise, I always this this was um, something I was thinking about a little while ago. Was what if the oil that we keep mining or rigging, whatever you know, get drilling for mining? It is mining, isn't it? Um, what if that's our planet's fuel system? What if actually yeah. that's what our core is running off? Our core is actually running off of those oil reserves. Yeah. And all of a sudden we drain the oil and eventually our core goes out because we've got no more fuel. Yeah. I love that Whoa. idea, Dan. Let's make a film out of that. But it could be, right? I think this absolutely could be the, the fuel system that keeps the, the, the Earth's core hot, right? Because, you know, they say that the Earth's core is as hot as the sun is. But do you think that's the sun heating up the oil? I don't know. That's the crazy thing, right? We've got this little molten core at the centre of the Earth, same same temperature as the sun. How is it so hot? I know they say, oh, you know, it's friction, planets spinning around so fast. Ooh, watch out. It doesn't spin around that fast, does it? It does, actually. It's like thousands and millions of miles an hour we're spinning and moving and travelling. What people don't know is because we're on it. 24th. Is it 1,000 kilometres an hour? I don't know. It's quite a lot, though. They're, undoubtedly, we are mucking up the earth a little bit, but then I think you know maybe it was it was meant to be. If imagine if you were um, miles away, an alien looking down upon Earth, and you're like years ago, oh, yeah, it looks quite a nice, tidy, clean planet. Now there's loads of debris and mess and shit all hanging around in its orbit. Um, loads of the trees have been knackered. It started to get warmer, and the seas are a bit more volatile, and it, it, it just it, it's not being looked after by the things that are growing on it. We are a bit of a a taint uh, on it. So mm. in that respect, you know, if you're an alien looking down, you're probably like, do you know what? I'll give them another. In in, in your, in, in alien times, it's probably about 10 minutes. But in our lifetime, it's probably 400 years. But the aliens would be like, yeah, give them another 10 minutes before we bother visiting. They'll be all wiped out soon. Wait till them diseased people have gone off it uh, by themselves. And then we'll, uh, I don't imagine if you saw like a plane that was flying towards Mars, you're like, ah, oh, fucking idiots are going to try and land on Mars. They don't even know that actually they used to, Mars used to be like them. 
they should be going the other way to Venus. What a bunch of twats. Yeah, exactly that's that. What, well, I, I think... I think that that's that's the I think I don't know if we've mentioned this on a podcast before, but I remember saying I was talking to my mum about it about you know if aliens did visit the uh, Earth, you know they'd look at us and go, oh, better not fuck with them. They've got all these like satellites with like rockets and stuff all on yeah. them, and then the other alien says the other one, well, hang on a minute, no, no, they they're pointing them at each other rather than outwards. <laughs> they're pointing the missiles in. Stupid humans. <laughs> hey, what 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 does a proper alien look like, Dan? What do you reckon? Well, this is the thing, right? This is why you look at things like insects. Like, if you look at a wasp or some of the stuff that's in the ocean, you know, I look at that and kind of go, did some of that stuff, has that come Land from other it. planets? Yeah. Is that is that what's come out of an asteroid? You know, did, you know, were... Uh, another theory is, is are we the asteroid that wiped the dinosaurs out? I went to the National History Museum in Oxford yesterday and I saw a real-life uh, fossil-made T-Rex and it's pretty big. And if they were roaming around on the planet, Dan, the, the, everyone else is fucked. They're massive. They're like, And there was another thing. Its claw was like five times as big as my head. Like They would have just wiped out everything. There's no, there's no way. I mean, it's real. But where did they come from, and how did they get? I don't know who. I don't know who got rid of them, mate, because they are massive. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we came along with our matchsticks and our and our and our bits of tree and 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 our intellect. Oh, whoo. hey, dinosaur! What's five times five? <laughs> <laughs> that fucked you up, didn't it? You like, won't be long on I this think, planet. <laughs> yeah, so I think that you know, and you know, were was Adam and Eve? just actually just space explorers who crash landed on earth and you know wiped out the dinosaurs and then all of a sudden they, they procreated and we just we are we actually the aliens you know on planet earth you know i think there's so many different theories out there and then and none of them will ever be proven or disproven because we don't we can't you know people go oh, you know we can look at geology and we could tell you how long ago stuff happened based on science and it's just like you know, this, went... this was meant actually at, at, at the National History Museum. It showed a log that was a fossilized bit of tree and it said it was 200 million years old. And I'm like, ah, that's uh, that, a how do you even know that? And B, that is such a massive long time that it made me think, well, what's going to happen in 200 million years' time in the future? It's you know, like people talk about like Egypt and the uh, the pyramids, and there's no way humans could have done that and all that. It's absolutely possible that millions of years ago that humans were here and they did build stuff and then they all died out and then there was a massive ice age or stone age or whatever, um, an apocalyptic thing, and then we just all started all over again. I, I think we're going to happen. I think we're going to start all over again at some point. We'll probably nuke each other to death. Well, The Earth will, will kill us all off and then it will start all over again. And there might be the pyramids left and they go, oh, these oh they probably they built these in 2020 when they had technology to do that but then they got wiped out from being idiots i don't know dan this is getting deep man deep well well that's the thing isn't it i think it's uh it's the it's the old that's you know you look at the pyramids and you look at stuff like i think it's um i forget what it's called it's, it's one of the basilicas and it's like apparently in 16 sit in the 16th century we the people who would shit in holes and had real basic tools like, like literally iron shovels and 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 a chisel 
were able to create things that have absolute perfect geometrical shapes like i we we probably couldn't even do that now sorry my dog wants to she's, she's well, like, um, i'm not on this episode of the podcast um <laughs> what's going on like give me, give me some space will i give me some space um and you know that was this that was 16th century so when we look at five six hundred years ago you know we really didn't have this modern technology and the modern tool set like we literally had a hammer and a chisel and apparently we built 200 meter wide like you know what they're called it's not um oh balls man like waterways you know perfect waterways that were like 300 meters high by 300 meters wide and Aqueducts. you know with 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 ox and cart and it's like hang on. so when you do look back at the pyramids you think nah man something landed back then and gave us a help in hand because some of those blocks are like tons like 2200 ton blocks that we moved on logs and horses and i'm like in we did it in four years it takes a four years to resurface the bloody roads in the a1 like how do how you kind of can't explain pyramids with that you know 600 years ago apparently we were either we were really clever and history was completely wiped and that part of history though something you know that you know there's definitely somewhere in history that was wiped that doesn't show the 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 intellect of the human race at that point because you know they always say after every war history is wiped right it's the the, the, the textbooks always rewritten in the voice of the winner right oh, so yeah. we were obviously very intelligent and we probably had bluetooth and shit then as well like you know but i don't know we're talking about crazy history now not necessarily space but i think that either there was something that was out there like the gods like those egyptian gods they were probably aliens that came and sorted us out helped us out build these things gave us the tools that we needed to evolve and then we probably killed them or something because like that's what we foolish do. foolish oh man hey here's an interesting fact let's talk about space apparently it smells a bit funky and did you I don't know how you would smell it. How would you smell well, how would you smell space? I, I, that's one that's one of the first things I did question when I was reading this information from the internet. It said, um, here's an interesting fact you don't learn at school about space, and that it there is no sound in space. Um, however, it has a smell that is akin to seared steak um or musky something or other. And I was like, but you're never gonna have your nose out to breathe it in but i think they must have captured a bit of it brought it back scientifically tested it to see what was in it or smelt it or something that's what they must have done but yeah apparently it smells it smells a bit funny but i don't know how they did it i don't care because we're not about facts dan we're about interesting stories you talk now because i'm googling it <laughs> dan your sound's gone sound's gone Am I back on? Sorry, I must have pressed mute. Oh, look at that schoolboy. Am I back school on? Am, yeah, am yeah, I back you're, on? you're back on. I just, I just said about the uh, space smelling, and then I was going to Google it. Oh, I, I, I imagine it being quite gassy, like a sulfury almost smell. But uh, I, I, might find that quite, I think it's uh, being almost quite funny to think, you know, right, Dave, go get the box. What, what, what's the box for? We need to go and capture some smell. 
and just just put it out and just just get the box and seal it off and then and then and then getting it back to earth and someone in a in a white lab coat going seared steak and really Dave's on there on on the ISS laughing going <laughs> farted in that ah oh, here we go so. We can't smell spell if I can say it. We can't smell space directly because our noses don't work in a vacuum. But astronauts aboard the ISS have reported they noticed a metallic aroma like the smell of wielding fumes on the surface of their spacesuits once the airlock is pressurized. Well, that's because you're on a metal spaceship, probably welding stuff on on the outside of the spaceship. What? That's fucking ridiculous. Although it does say here, look, the process is known as oxidation. Uh, so this smell can cling to a, a spacesuit, fabric, tools, and potentially to air like walls. I think they don't know. I think they actually. I don't think. Even know. I think that's the welding smell. That's them. They've gone out to fix a little something, something on the side of the spaceship, and that the, the the metal and the burning. Metal yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, and see, this is what I mean. Crap. And this is the problem with facts, right? It's a load of bullshit that's backed up by scientists. It's just someone. It's like it's like the old AA approved hotels. You know, was it a guy from the AA rocks up and goes, "Yeah, that's a bit of all right, actually, that place. I'll probably give that the thumbs up." Yeah. AA rated that. It's like, but then someone goes in and goes, "Well, it was a bit average." Shit hotel, actually. It's it's no different than that. I'm assuming, right? It's just more backed up by someone with like PhDs and education. But, well, but what I'm asking the question is, why hasn't somebody gone up there with the box and grabbed a bit of the smell and then sealed the box and brought it back and then sniffed it when they got back? That's a standard scientific procedure, surely. Well, that's what I would have thought. That's why I kind of thought, you know, that that's what I said. I, I, they, I, I heard that's why they. I heard that's why they closed NASA down, mate. I'm going to give Elon Musk a ring right now. So, Elon, I've got a brilliant scientific experiment I want to do. Solves that question that everyone's been asking. What does space smell like? Can you say that, Dan? Can yeah. you say what does space smell like five times? What does space smell like? 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 What does space what does space smell like? What does space, space, space smell like? What does space smell like? Space, space, space. Just me then. Just me again. Mixed up with space and smell and spell space, 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 smell, space, smell, space, smell, space, smell, space, smell, space, smell. I think, but like I say, yeah, that and that's the thing, isn't it? You know, that humans, humans are so stupid and naive that we believe what we're told, right? So when a scientist tells you that space smells like, yeah, you're going to believe them, right? Because what? I'm not going to because because all they're going to say is disprove it. No. Well, give me the box and I will go up there and I'll sort Give it me out. the box. Easy. Give me Elon's number. Easy. We'll sort this out one way or another. But, but you know, but, and I guess, yeah. It, oh, I want to go find out what it smells like now. I, I, really, I want to know. Does it even have a smell? Is it, is it just, is it, because it's a vacuum, right? Is it, is it just, is it just, does it just smell of nothing? Does it smell of rocks? There's, there's loads of rocks flying about everywhere. Does it smell of alien space fuel fumes? Like, I've got a test. I've got a test, Dan. Before we can get permission from Elon to go up into space, we're going to do this test on real-life Earth. What I want you to do, right, is put a peg on your nose, and I want you to go out somewhere where there's a very distinct smell. I don't know. It might be a cow field. I want you to go really near to a cow pat with a a glass and then grab some of the waft in the glass, put a lid on it like that, (laughs) or or a box, a box or a glass, and then I want you to bring it back home that's it and then bring it back home and then then take the lid off and smell it and let me know if it smells a cow pat and then if if that works that's phase one and then we'll work on phase two which is basically recreating that in space when i get on the phone to elon 
I've also got, I've just also discovered from science, just doing a science experiment, that um, if you want to know um, what space smells like, this is actually the easy way of doing it, is, is put the peg on the nose, or you can actually, we could do it with me now, just by pinching your nose as hard as you can, and oh, breathe right. in through your nose, through your nose, breathe in. That's what it's like to try and breathe in in space, apparently. <laughs> what? <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. That's what it is. I just nearly died Honestly, that squeeze... and I didn't smell anything. <laughs> squeeze your nose as hard as you can and breathe in through your nose. That's what space smells like. That's what it likes if you try. That's what it's like if you tried to smell in space. That's not what space smells like. I'm telling you now. That's you right. That's get, sorry, that, sorry. You need to get a cardboard box, right? One like this. You need to get a box like this, and you have to go and grab some of it, and then cover it over, and then bring it back to the safety of your home, and then, oh, do you know what it smells like? Free Turf. grass. Of course it does. It's free turf. <laughs> smells like smells like Damo's Beardy Fine Club prize box. <laughs> we have solved the mystery of how does it smell in space. I'm going to phone NASA and see if they've got any jobs going because I've just solved decades and eons worth of. Can you can you imagine if, if you went up there? Can you imagine they send us up there right, to do this exclusive experiment and we get up there and we manage to somehow create an area where it's possible to smell space. And just as we're about to get, just as we're about to get the data and collect the smell of space, <laughs> one of us just drops our back out. <laughs> just, just ruins the whole thing. <laughs> what does space smell like? Damien's ass. But 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 I guess the way you could answer that, right? Surely if you open an airlock in space in your spaceship, right? If you open up an airlock and close it again and walked in and went Right? Is that not what space would smell like? Because you would have filled that void with a bit of outside space stuff. Void. Yeah, but there isn't anything, is there? Because wouldn't you have to pump oxygen in there to be able to breathe in? That airlock's gonna, oh, it's it. got nothing in it. There's no air in it, is there? It's not like a load of oxygen would have poured in. So you wouldn't, in the airlock, you wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. So space doesn't have a smell then, does it? Because smell essentially is based around the oxygen carrying those particles, right? What if you had an, a, a regulator on your mouth but not on your nose so you can breathe through your mouth and then and then and then sniff but there would be but there would be nothing to sniff would there no because there'd be no no because it's still implode because it's the pressurization of the suit isn't it apparently the suit pressurizes no, i'm not in a, i'm not in a suit implode. i'm not in a suit i'm in an airlock right there's no air in it but there's there's but the space has crept in from the outside of the space shuttle into the inside I've got a regulator breathing through my mouth. Like that. And then I'm going to just go. Smells like space. I've, I think I know what it is. Yeah. Teen spirit. <laughs> ah, smells like teen spirit. I was going to say, that, 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 this is the great thing, right? Is that you could actually release a fragrance. I might actually do this. One of my next products I'm going to release is going to be called Space. It's going to smell. And when, um, and when, what is going to smell? Well, no, no, not it. Ah, no, it isn't. It's going to smell just like space. But it'll be interesting to see what other people's perceptions of it are. Because you'll probably get some people going, oh, actually, yes, I could definitely pick up the uh, the, the, the the air of smelly asteroids. Yes, I can smell the asteroids <laughs> yeah. in this one. 
and then I laugh and go, no, it's just unscented, and it's actually not anything. All you've done is just sprayed air. Hang on a minute. Isn't that what your RuneTalk air is? <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Rumbled once again. Next in the six-cent range from Dan from RuneTalk, we have space. Uh, we have nothing. We have air. We have transparency. We have see-through, and we have clear imagination yeah and, and yeah imagination and they're all exactly the same products brilliant i love it send them out to the reviewers get them get them chatting get them chatting see what they think and on that note we've nailed a new product range as well nice uh hashtag put me on the copyright for that's my idea trademark and that uh, dan we've just yeah. done 40 minutes talking about space and we didn't even get much further than mars let alone the rest of the stuff and in even in our solar system so i mean there's a lot it's a lot of space, and I wanted to talk about actual space in real life as well. Actually, not just in in space. So, well, this is one of the reasons why I moved the, into. Uh, so, so those of you watching on YouTube, you've probably noticed the last couple of episodes I've not been in the studio, um, and I'm actually right now in this in this uh, space elevated <laughs> treehouse type thing. Um, it's the smallest space I could find uh, in What's my house. Like? It's not the downstairs toilet. It smells like space, actually. Nice, um, nice. What I imagine space to smell like, uh, which is fuck all. Um, and so this is really, I'm really cramped. And I'm, I'm surprised I've managed to actually sit in here for 40 minutes because I've got no space to stretch out. And I think I'm probably going to struggle to stand myself. So I've kind of treated myself like an alien, like an astronaut. Well, that's what happens to um, astronauts. Yeah, I definitely won't be able to stand up after being in this space. I don't even know how I'm going to get down or out. I think you should get some uh, space cakes and they will enable you to uh, move swiftly on without any ailments or injuries or arthritis. That sounds like a good idea. You heard it first. I'm going to go and sweep, speak to Dave. Call me mate. Me Dave. Dave. Um, I think we'll, we'll, we did, we did go on a little bit. I like to keep them half an hour, but 41 minutes is all right because we were, we were talking deep, man. We were talking deep. Um, if you haven't seen it, Dan, go and check out that SpaceX documentary uh, about Elon Musk, the alien trying to get back to Mars. I thought it was quite good, actually. Um, and I'll uh, and I'll catch up with you for another podcast another day pretty soon. We'll probably have some more epic topics. If you've liked this one and you want to make sure you don't miss any future episodes where we talk about all sorts, and sometimes we talk about beards, but mostly all sorts, uh, then get subscribed and all that jazz. You ready to go, Dan? Well, I was going to say, do check out www.beardmail.co.uk now as well. The the podcasts are now being streamed into the website, so you've got so many places to listen to, whether you're an Apple person, whether you're a Spotify kind of guy, whether you're a Google podcast listener, or maybe you just want to go to the old good old-fashioned website and just go and click on that podcast button. Just click the podcast button, listen to all the episodes from 1 to 20, something, 6, 7... We're, so, we're going on strong, we're going on strong. And also, it helps what, us as well. Gives us some analytics, helps our analytics. Save my back, go listen to some stuff. Sweet deal. Bye for now, Dan. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. I'll see you in a bit. Bye for now.